Um, stopwatch. What episode is this? Like fifty-eight. Seven hundred and seventy-six thousand. If I ever had to do that many episodes, I'd die. I don't even know if I could come up with that many topics. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to be like constantly on drugs and alcohol and sex and rock and roll. <laughs> drugs and alcohol and sex. Yes. <laughs> because then at least I'd have some stories to tell. Let's go okay, drop acid we're... every time we record. Yeah. So today we're fighting a fucking leviathan. That'd be kind of interesting for an episode. Yeah. Just today us on... constantly screaming. Today on the BB podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's a dragon. It's breathing on me. I was, brains. I was tempted to put out a video correcting myself because when I edited back, I realized I said something that isn't accurate, which is... I said brain injury causes mental illness, and I meant to say brain injury can attribute to mental illness, so oh. I don't get reamed for that, but if I do, I'll just release a statement, I guess. I'm sorry for my transgressions. Fuck all you people. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm eating some pasta, but let's go for it. Alrighty. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the BNB Podcast. I am one of your hosts. Big old bitch, Brandon. And I, <laughs> and I am Brody. Oh, okay. Yeah, you probably shouldn't say yours. Um, <laughs> Brody's just eating some pasta. Don't mind him. Uh, he got a late supper in him because he's got a plays a lot I of World of Warcraft. Yeah. Fuck! Where did that pen go? <laughs> <laughs> She fucking dropped and rolled like a goddamn bat bastard on fire. Anyways. Like a bad dude on fire. Shut up. I'm fine. Okay. How you doing? Pasta boy. I'm good. Yeah, no, really good. Um, been, uh, it's nice that we're not shorthanded at work now, so the stress yeah. is, can come down a little bit. Yeah, sounds a bit better than last week. Yeah. Um... I don't know, it was a rough weekend just for the simple fact that like we rolled back an hour, so lost some sleep, but I could definitely feel it. Yeah, still, I know. Brody, still tired. Brody te- texted me the day we were supposed to record, and he said he's going to escape room, which maybe he can tell you about in a minute. Yeah. But I So we were going to do it after he got back, and it was he said about 8.15 was the escape room, so I was like, okay, well, I'll lay down for an hour because I'm fucking exhausted. I laid down for an hour, woke up, and just texted him, yeah, I'm going to bed, because I was just, I was so fucking tired yesterday. And so I pretty much, right after I texted you, I set an alarm for, I think, 8.30, and then just went back to bed. Um, <laughs> it was rough. But yeah, do you want to tell the listeners about your escape room experience? Yeah, it was kind of a lot of fun. Got a group of, there were six of us that went in together, and it was kind of a haunted house, haunted mansion kind of esque to it and mm. yeah, it was a lot of fun um everyone but me was screaming it was, it was kind of scary especially when you're like uh, not that you'll care but there was this one part that this like the lights went out and this trap door opened and everyone just like screamed and i'm like calm down <laughs> and of course you're in this little room so it's just like they're screaming into your ear yeah, no, it was a lot of fun, though. Besides everyone being scared shitless. Yeah. 
Um, was that you, was that the harder one? Do you think? Because you said the last one that you did was pretty hard. This one, I I in I thought it was just more fun than it was hard. I would say. Okay. Also phrasing. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, was it? Do you think it was the scariest one out of them, or do you think? Oh yeah, for sure. That's the whole yeah. point behind it, though. Mm-hmm. Is it's like a haunted manor. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I I definitely really enjoyed it. Because which ones have we done now? Because I did the prison one with you where we left yeah. Mac to die. Yes. Phrasing, and but then, yes. And then you did the haunted house. And, and the schoolroom. Okay. And what's the, the last the, one? The new one's the schoolroom. The last one that I haven't done is a museum. Right. So yeah. We might be doing that this weekend. Maybe we'll have some stories for you. Yes. Yes, for sure. Do you think they'd allow, like, a GoPro in there? No. No, they don't. No devices. Oh, yeah, I don't. I think that was the case last time. Because I've seen, like, a few YouTubers do, like, escape rooms, and they've got cameras. But I guess they don't want people to reveal. Just to ruin it, and yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate, but I understand that. It makes sense, yeah. You don't yeah. want a video getting out so everyone knows the puzzles, and it just kind of ruins the fun behind it. Mm-hmm. But hopefully when they're done, I don't know, are, do you know if they're, like, planning on changing the escape rooms up, or? No, they're just making more. So they're continuing, oh, okay. like, the storyline behind mm-hmm. it, which I, which I think is nice. That they're not just going to stray from the path. I'm going to have to play the rest in order to know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll definitely, I'd definitely replay them. I yeah. liked all of them. They'll just have to lead me around. I'll just, yeah. I'll just scream extra loud at the scary parts for you. Oh, good. They can be scared at your screams and the actual scary bits. Yes. Precisely. Cool. Yeah, I think escape rooms are pretty cool. I, I think it's weird, though, like, how it all came to be, because, like, imagine you actually got kidnapped and thrown in a room, like a Saw movie, almost. Like, obviously, you're not going to get... That's my dream come true right there. Room, but, but it's weird that people have started to turn that scenario of being kidnapped and thrown into a room and you have to escape it for your survival, like turn that into an entertainment format. See, there's actually, um, funny that you said that there's actually this twist on escape rooms that they're called extreme escape rooms. And they literally give you a meetup location and that's it. You don't know. They give you like say eight o'clock at this park bench. They'll show up at like eight Oh five with a van They'll, like, blindfold you, handcuff you, throw you in this van so you have no idea where you're going. And then you're just along for this ride. You don't know if you're actually getting kidnapped, if it's part of the escape room, like... That was an episode of Lucifer, wasn't it? There is something like that, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's... I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like that, but it'd be terrifying. Don't you have to, like, sign a waiver and shit, too? You, there are, yeah. They're, yeah. With them being extreme... There's, like, mm-hmm. stuff that'll jump out at you. It'll, like, yeah. not hurt you, but it'll fear you for your life, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Well, it'd be fucking terrifying. Like, say you sign that waiver, and they're like, okay, well, we'll do this, like, one day in the near future. And then you don't know when it's coming. It's just, like, three days later, a fucking van pulls up and throws you in. Whoa. Sorry, that's my, that was the fork hitting the mic stand. <laughs> But that would be, like, terrifying, not knowing what the fuck was happening. Like, at least 
at least when you go to a place like in the city here, you, you know that there's people on the other side of the wall and they're looking at you through the cameras or whatever, and you're not like going to be stuck this... in there. Well, you hope so, unless you're really uh, bad at escape rooms. Just leave you Somehow there. lock yourself into the escape room. I remember when we were in the fucking prison one, and then we were calling for tips, and he's like, ah, you don't need a tip, and we're like, okay. We're like, oh, we kind of do, but okay. Yeah, but uh, at least... Yeah, at least... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, at least like with that not being like extreme, you know you're going to be able to get out, and you know you're just... You know you're in a building, and you know you're like you walked in, so obviously you can walk out, right? But if you're, you know, blindfolded and kidnapped and thrown into a random room, like you don't know where the entrance is, you don't know where the exit is, you don't know where you are. Yeah, right. It's kind of cool because with the one chick that works there, we've seen her the past couple of weekends now. So she took us for um, kind of a little tour of the place. Well, last time I was there, at least, hmm. and. It's kind of cool. The different rooms all have different colored doors. So like the yeah. four escape rooms, the one has three doors, and they're all different colors. And the rooms, all like that aren't like say the manor has like green, red, and blue, right? And then yeah. the prison will have say like orange and like white or something. Mm-hmm. So it's all like different. So it's kind of cool how they have it all set up. I haven't gone to see like the commander room. I'd love to see that. I think that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, all the different screens and buttons and prompts yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I just find it weird that people have <laughs> turned it into an entertainment platform because, like, I don't know, it's it's just strange. <laughs> like, you never want to actually be kidnapped in real life and thrown into a room and try and find your way out. But maybe what they're really doing is all these escape rooms are going to train people to learn how to escape with what they have in the room. And when they really do get kidnapped, they can find their way out. Do you yeah. Think you, do you think you what? could find your way out of a room after all these escape rooms? Um, if I think I would fare well, yes. Mm. Well, it seems like you were the least scared, but I don't know. That could just be with the people you're with, because I'm aware of some of the people, but we're probably with you. <laughs> Even Lance was screaming. Wow. Yeah, I'm like... Big tall guy screaming. I think Um, him screaming scared me more than the actual room (laughs) screaming. But it sounds like you were the most composed one, so I feel like you'd probably... It was was actually kind of funny, because we know the chick that was working there, right? And my brother, for whatever reason, when the lights went out, he just held the door closed, so she couldn't get into the room to, like, (laughs) say that we won. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! We kind of knew that we had one, but then she yeah. just comes just banging on the door. We're like, um, is this part two? <laughs> <laughs> just a fucking guy with a chainsaw comes barreling in. Yeah, no, she was just banging on the door trying to push her way in, and Gabe just is like, nope, because <laughs> the lights were still out. He's like, not happening. Yeah. Well, I remember when I don't want to dwell on this too much longer because we're already ten minutes in, but. Uh, I remember when we did the the prison one, and we I think we just were allowed to leave, and we, we left Mac in the fucking executioner chair with the fucking yeah. helmet on his head, but I think we just left. I don't think he came in or anything. I think we got the key and left or something. But, yeah, they're fun. Uh, it'll be fun if we do one this weekend then. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I enjoy them. They're fun experiences. I, I I definitely give all credit to the people that come up with like the whole scenario because that must take a lot of work. Yeah, no, like I couldn't imagine all of that. Yeah. Um. Anyways, moving on from escape rooms. Uh, mm-hmm. we were gonna like we said we were gonna stream, but Brody went to that escape room, and I was fucking tired, and we weren't even gonna stream anyways. We were just gonna record, but. We decided to do it today instead. Um, so yeah, do we want a joke? Um, I think we can get right into it. We're we're quite a ways behind. We're not behind. We're just sharing some stuff that happened. I mean, fair enough. I've been jet for fucking. <laughs> Great start to this. Now are you happy we didn't skip this? So, joke of the day, I've been jacking it all day, and boy are my arms tired. Being a car mechanic sure is rough. Ah, yes. Uh, that's the joke that I that I enjoy. That, that was actually not terrible. Yeah, no, that was actually kind of funny. Um, so, before we get right into that topic, I just wanted to mention something that has just been all over the news, and unless you're under a rock, you haven't, there's no way that you haven't heard about it, uh, coronavirus, COVID-19. What's that? Oh, um, it's when you drink Corona beer, you get a virus that kills you. Darn, well, I guess I'm gonna die then. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure everyone knows what it is. I don't really have to go into details, but I just wanted to mention something because we've had our first death here in Canada, in Vancouver, mm-hmm. and they have been talking about it nonstop since it was announced, but you want to know what the stupid thing is? It was an 80-year-old man with underlying health conditions. Mm-hmm. So do people not understand how like a virus works like he could have gotten the flu and died from underlying health conditions he could have gotten any amount of like sickness or you know other infections it's kind and, of funny that you, oh you can finish your sentence and i'll say mine go ahead and he, he still would have died because he's old he doesn't have a good immune system and he's got other health conditions so why are we talking about it like he was perfectly healthy, nothing wrong with him, and he had a perfect immune system. Like, that is bullshit. Yeah, it's actually funny that you say that. I saw a list somewhere. This was when it was, like, fr- like new and, like, the fatalities were lower. Mm-hmm. Uh, this percentage might be wrong, so don't hold me to it. I think it was, like, 70% of them were over the age of 60. Yeah. Uh, all like- with health conditions. In China, where it was, where it's the worst, and where the biggest fatalities were, like most of them were elderly people, and it makes sense. It's gonna be elderly people and people who are younger and like babies and toddlers that don't have the immune system for it. Yeah, and all you fucking anti-vaxxers better be afraid because you're fucking idiots. And one thing that also pisses me off is everyone buying all the fucking water and toilet paper. Oh my god, that's so fucking stupid. Like, I'd love to wipe my ass, thanks. Yeah. I saw this post saying that if you if you want to save on toilet paper, just get a bidet. I'll just get a water gun and spray it up my ass. Thanks. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, I did want to read some of the stats of that post you shared. Again, I'm not sure if this is completely sound evidence. Don't know where it came from exactly. A so, lot of them are factual. Okay. 
but keep keep that in mind yeah. while I say so. If you fact check, go fact check. Always fact check everything anyone says. Mm-hmm. But on this post that Brody shared, it said that if you haven't visited China, that should eliminate 94% of your concern. If you do somehow contract it, 81% cases are mild, 14% are moderate, and only 5% are critical. So even if you have it, there's a good chance you'll recover from it. And again, if you have a strong immune system, you're not old or really young, and you have your vaccines for other viruses, because other vir- if you don't have vaccines for that, you're more susceptible for it. Yeah. And fatality rate is lower than swine flu, SARS. And the death rate for people under 50 is only 0.2%. Okay, I was a little off my percentages. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, it's retarded that people are so scared of this, mm-hmm. even though, like, the average person with a decent immune system is 100% fine. Yeah, and it's stupid because the media, and I even, I made a Snapchat about it and put it on, or I made a tweet about it and put it on my Snapchat just because... Um, yeah. I want more people to see it, but I even tag the COVID-19 hashtag because I just put, like, all this fear-mongering is ridiculous. It's it's not helping anyone, and I said, like, all these companies are trying to do is get money, and, like, you click on an article that says, coronavirus out of control, killing thousands, well, you're going to click, and the more clicks they get, the more ad revenue they get, and the more money they get. They don't care about the facts. They care about the ma- the money. And yeah, no kidding, right? It's ridiculous. We should not live in a society where our fucking media, who's supposed to be report, reporting, yeah, sure, Brandon, who are supposed to be reporting the facts, just go and fearmonger just because they know it's going to get clicks. It's ridiculous. And yeah, and, sorry, go ahead. Oh, it's just going to wrap up by saying, like, and our global news, which is what we have here in Canada for the most part, that's like our most widespread news. That's like. CNN or Fox in, yeah. in the States, they will not stop running the story with this old guy that died. And I'm like, okay, if it was like a guy in his 30s or 40s that died, and like, you know, there's hundreds and hundreds of people dropping every day, then yeah, report it. But one guy, 80 years old, underlying health conditions, bad immune system, like, yeah, it's sad. And I'm not saying it's not sad. It's sad that he's dead, but like, it's you're making it a bigger thing than it is. This virus is obviously not as big as you know the flu. Yeah, like the common flu kills way, 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 way many more people than this probably does or probably ever will. Yeah, they're already working on a vaccine. They'll probably have it by you know end of I don't know May at the latest. I hope. I heard that there was, like, a cure already at human testing. That could be wrong, I don't know. Yeah, I just heard it would be, like, back in January, I heard it would be, like, four or five months, so. Yeah. But that was at that time, so who knows what's what's going on now. But, like, it's not going to kill, like, a quarter of the population. Like, it's just not. No. And even if it does, is that such a bad thing? Well, some... Crowd control would be nice, but let's affect the stupid people first. Yeah, exactly, right? Maybe the people who believe all this fucking news reporting. But I, I just think fear monger, monger, fuck, I can't talk to 
I just think fear-mongering in our society has no place. Like, we're already living in a society that are so susceptible to, you know, to quote our favorite Cheeto, fake news. We don't need to also instill fear. And I honestly think some of our politicians are banking on the fear factor, especially Trump. Right? It's retarded. And that's what I said to some people at work. Like, who's to say that... Trump isn't playing into this because if he his team, quote-unquote team, developed the cure and, you know, hand it out like candy, who are they going to vote for in November? Trump. Exactly. Sorry, what? You're really quiet. Political agenda. Oh, yeah. No, you, yeah. it is weird. You got quiet there. But anyways, keep going. Uh, I just wanted to touch on that. We should probably get into yeah. the topic. I, I yeah. just want to mention it because it is important and, you know, maybe we'll do a, maybe we should do like a finalized episode when this whole thing comes to a head. Or when one of us dies, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who fucking knows indeed. Anyways, um, what are we talking about today, Brody? Today we are talking about um, shopping online versus shopping locally. Or right. vocal, as Brandon says. Yeah, vocally. Shop vocally. Vocally, vocally. Focus, focus. Creepy movie. Never seen it. Neither have I. What? <laughs> I, I, just, I just assume it's creepy. I don't know. What's on their face? What's creepier? <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Anyways, uh, shop local or shop online. Um, I don't know what I can say constructively about this because I almost exclusively shop online. Um, but I guess what I want to say about it is a lot of things online are just more accessible and more affordable, in my opinion, because a lot of the websites use cheaper labor. We all know that, and it might not be ideal. But at the same time, you've got companies like Walmart and Disney who have been proven to use sweatshops in China. And they still sell stuff at a higher price than I can find it on Amazon. So for me, I'd rather you know, pay for um, the Amazon Prime membership, get fast shipping, and get free shipping, and pay less than if I just, you know, went to Walmart or went to any other big box store. And so I don't see that as an argument anymore. I don't see the fact that, you know, they, they're using cheap labor because everyone's using cheap labor. They're just better at hiding it. Yeah. And see, that's with the industry that I'm in, we have, I'll just kind of give you a background of where I work. I work at a small, like locally owned, like family business in town here. And we get all of our support through people not going online and buying. I should, I'm going to specify this, buying parts online, like vehicle parts, what, like parts for your, whatever you're building really hurts us. But if you go like to Amazon and buy like, buy some LED lights or go and buy some, buy some clothes that doesn't really affect us. But when people, instead of coming to us and like, will hand you the part, they'd rather buy it online and wait for it just because it's $5 cheaper, $10 cheaper. 
Mm-hmm. They'd rather wait a couple days than be like, oh, here, here's your part. It's that's one thing that really, as a com- like as a local business, it really hurts us. Yeah, I can relate to that too because I work at a hardware store, and you know, uh, a lot of our tools are available on online. And yeah, you can order them, and maybe you will save some money. But at the same time, like you do want to support your community. I mean, just look at places like. Um, so you guys all probably know where we live by now, but just look at like the Fort Mac fires. How how much money do you think came into the hardware stores to help rebuild with the fires? And how much money went back into that community after you spent money at hardware stores and local stores to rebuild? And in that sense, I can see that it would be a good thing if like something happened like that and you need to rebuild and you need to support the economy again to get money flowing. But for everyday purchases, I'd just as soon go online. Brody wanted LED strips for his room, which he is hum haphazardly, but you know, each to their own. Um, and he asked me if I had it at my work, and we do. We have LED strips, and for what he got, which I can't remember how much he paid. I think it was like 30, 40 bucks. It's something like that. I can't remember exactly. It was a while ago now. Yeah, for what he got, he could have bought it where I work for, I think they're 96 and it's less than what you have now, like less length. Mm-hmm. And at that stage, like, what do you Sorry, think? I'm just shoving my face full of food. No, I, I figured. Um, like at that stage, what would you rather? Would you rather pay less online and wait, or would you pay $96 just to support your local store? Like that's a no brainer for me. See, and that's where we struggle to compete as you guys will too, is there's so many different companies or brands of LED lights that they can compete to lower their prices to get the sale. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. We're like, this is the price margin. We can mark it up by this much to hopefully get the sale. And then people go online and see that it's like $30 less. And they're like, well, can you come down to this? And we're like, not even possible. Yeah, and that's the problem there is, and that's why there's so many, like, just big stores, because, like, local businesses can't compete. I once watched a really good documentary in high school by uh, the film director Michael Moore, and it was about the Walmart, Walmart taking over, and there was this small shop, I can't remember what city it was in, I'd have to watch the documentary again, but it was pretty much like a family-owned, smaller version of Walmart. It was just, they sold, like, all the same stuff Walmart does, you know, just in a smaller capacity. And you could just watch this business slowly dying and this family trying to desperately to keep it open because that was their livelihood. And then eventually Walmart just came over and took took the company pretty much from underneath them because they couldn't afford to keep it open. And as time goes on that's going to happen everywhere and i'm sorry to say like for people who do own these businesses it's just not feasible or realistic that it's going to last forever cuz eventually people are just going to go straight to online shopping cuz it's going to be so readily available soon like i'm pretty sure there'll be there'll become a day where you can order a car online and it'll drop from a fucking care package in the sky and land on your goddamn driveway the next morning well, yeah, like, they already have two-day sh- Amazon shipping. Like, can you imagine? Like, they're already talking about doing it by drone. 
Like, like there's a lot of our parts we can barely get overnight sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you compare our warehouse to theirs, they can probably fit like thirty of our warehouses into the Amazon warehouse. Probably, and, and I'm not even exaggerating. It's probably that much. Well, and as tech goes further, like uh, when you wait for your packages, they're uh, well. I'm gonna speak for Amazon because I shop there on there a lot. Yeah, there are warehouses pretty much all across the world for Amazon, and their products are in there until you order it, and that's why it's two day shipping because it's got to get from one warehouse to you. Yeah, but. Eventually, technology is going to be so advanced that you're not going to have to wait for all these parcels to be delivered on this one truck. You're going to order a package. It's going to go through its system. A drone will pick it up, and it will fucking deliver it to you. That's what, it's, that's what is eventually going to happen here. And it's going to put postal workers out of work. It's going to put warehouse management out of work. It's going to put all these small shops out of work. But for the convenience factor and for the cheap factor of, you know, it, it's cheaper than going out. That's what the future is going to look like. Yeah. That's why as much as I want to say shop local, just for the fact of keeping the money in the small town economy, it's hard to sometimes. It really is hard to. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it's also stupid because big corporations like Walmart, they don't pay, pay their employees a hell of a lot. They pay them minimum wage and and the thing is, we always talk about, well, we've talked about on the podcast before, minimum wage doesn't pay the, like all the bills. You're, you're obviously a job or you have to move in with people, but um, it's not enough, and you can't stimulate the economy if the people in your economy can't spend money. Yeah, it's... But... What? I don't know, I just... The Mystic Overbot, the one that we used for the joke, just invited me to a server. Um. <laughs> They're becoming sentient. Fuck. That's kind of sketchy. Yeah. Anyways. Um. Yeah, and I don't know, like, I have a problem with... I have a problem with this whole topic because I feel conflicted because I feel like I'm not supporting my city. But... When you have two-day shipping and you can order anything, you can order fucking groceries on Amazon, for fuck's sakes. Like, what can't you really order off of that site that's not readily available? Yeah, no, it's retarded. Like, even look at... Talk about, like, convenience here for a sec. I'll get off of the whole shop local topic, but you can... Order all of your groceries, say it, I think Superstore does it. You yeah. can put it all on a list, and then they'll charge it to your credit card, and you just go and park and wait for them to bring it out to you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's getting, we're just getting lazier and lazier as a society. It's going to become, like, retarded. Sooner or later, we're not going to have to fucking leave our couch. The food's yeah. going to be brought right to our faces, like, they're just going to sit on the couch, and then you're going to, you can just shit there where you are, because it's probably a toilet, and, you know, it's... <laughs> It's like I'm, I wish I was kidding, but it's probably going to be the future. Like you yeah. pop on your VR goggles and you're somewhere else for the day. Well, it kind of reminds me of the whole scenario between the game I've talked about before, Detroit Become Human, because you've literally got AI bots who clean for you, who cook for you, who shop for you, who bring your kids to school, who yeah. do everything. And 
all you really have to do is, well, if you're rich, all you have to do is sit on your ass. And then if you're in like middle class, all you really got to do is go to work, come home and everything else is done for you. Like. I wish. I guess I must be in the low class. Sorry. Who knows what's going to happen with like technology advancing. Maybe you're going to be able to work from home. You know, you want to go in the office or whatever. You just plug in and maybe you put on a VR headset and you get transported into an AI body and then you do your work from home and you just sit there and let the AI work its magic and you're controlling the VR. And eventually we have to leave our small concrete cubes. Yeah. With the line of duty that I'm in, I it definitely could be a future. Like, we do a lot of the stuff from the computer as is, that mm-hmm. we could literally just sit at home, answer the phone, yeah, we have this in the warehouse, no, we have this in, like, the store, boom, done. Yeah, because all you need is, like, your computer in front of you, you can check stock and stuff, and, like, it's just a matter of actually implementing that. We have the technology now to do most jobs from there, like, even the jobs at my work, like, a lot of the time it's just phone calls, like, you could, all these people that are answering phone calls at the front desk that are literally physically there, I could just have a even like a tablet at home or whatever and just be answering calls all day. Like that could be their job. Yeah, and honestly, that'd be instead of just to say that'd be kind of a g- great little job, just answering the phones from home or mm-hmm. sitting at home, and you can be like, oh hey, yeah, we have this in the warehouse, or no, we don't, or let me yeah. transfer your call to so and so, and. Yeah, and it's all just like a matter of convenience, and soon we're just going to be stuck in a rut where nobody wants to go out. And honestly, there are positives and negatives to that, because when you look at it, no one goes outside anymore. Um, nobody's going to be like damaging the environment or causing further harm, but like the consequence is nobody's ever going to go out and meet each other. Nobody's ever going to enjoy what we have left of nature. Yeah. We're just going to be an isolated society where no one talks to anyone. No one socializes. And this does kind of tie into the whole shop online thing because it's the whole that everything's going to be online right away. So it does make sense that we're not straying away from the topic, but talking about it in this sense. Well, it's one thing will lead to another. And when I know I've said this before uh, about boomers and stuff, but. Once the boomer generation dies out, maybe the generation that came after them, like our society from millennials onward have just been just technology focused because millennials grew up in a time where their society slowly shifted from non-technology to technology. And then every generation after that has just grown up on technology and become so addicted and accustomed to it that eventually that's all it's going to be is just technology everywhere and it's going to be at the tip of your fingers no matter where you are and like i said once the older generation dies out there's nothing stopping advancements like we've discussed yeah which honestly it's scary thinking about it now but our kids will be used to it like we grew up with the whole technology thing and like the generation before that they were introduced to the whole cell phone shtick and as the generations go on, they'll be more used to it, and we'll be the ones adapting to everything. Yeah, we'll be our grandparents, pretty much, who don't know it... what an iPad is. <laughs> They'll be holograms at that point. Yeah, like, I'm looking forward to the future, 
terms of technology, but I'm also I also don't know what is going to happen. Like none of us really do, and like we mentioned, I think in a few of the episodes, um, we got to be careful because who knows how far it's going to advance. Like, are we going to have like hologram food where it just fucking teleports to your plate and you select the steak dinner and it's a hologram and it turns into a physical steak? I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. I won't lie. <laughs> 3D printed steak. <laughs> but, like, the concept behind it, you know? Because it'd yeah. work in the sense that it, you'd be eating nothing, but you'd get, like, the vitamins and nutrients from it, because it'd all be injected into your fucking bloodstream somehow, because, you know, that's probably going to be a thing. As long as I can taste it, that's all I care about. Pretty much, right? But, I don't know, I... And I've talked about it before with, like, older generations and stuff. Because, you know, older generations don't want to shop online. They're pretty much the only one shopping shopping local now. Yeah. But, like, I, I can buy clothes online. I can buy fucking food online if I want. I can buy all my tech stuff online. I can buy any uh, stuff I need to fix up something in my house. Like, I can literally order anything online. But it's just the concept of, especially since we're a smaller city, we need to support local while we can i guess and i guess i don't know that's probably what i take away is to support local businesses while i can while they're here and then once everything goes mainstream then there's real no point yeah i know it's i don't know as the future goes on i think the whole shop local thing is not really gonna be a thing mm-hmm. which it's sad to say because i enjoy my little shop in the corner you know kind of thing yeah but that's just how society is gonna go it's hard to stop it every day there's new tech coming out yeah you know there's innovations every pretty much every day like everyone's always working on something like we were talking when we were doing the recap of the decade or whatever we were talking about when apple released their first iphone and look how many they've made since then like, technology is moving so fast, and you either move with it or you die, pretty much, as a company. Yeah. It's true. Like, you keep up or you're pretty much gone. Mm-hmm. And it's always it's... been that way. I mean, even since, like, look at the first um, motor vehicle. All these companies had to stay on par with the first vehicle companies, because if you didn't stay up to speed with them, you got left in the dust, and... Nobody wants to buy your vehicle. It's the same thing. And it's only, like, imagine it's just only going to get worse from here. Whoever invents the first, like, hologram phone is going to be huge. But then give it, like, a month, and the next company's going to be behind them, and then the next one, and the next one, and... Yeah, just look at Tesla, for instance. Like, they weren't the first to think about electric cars, but they're the first ones to mainstream it, and... Now that they've made it affordable, literally almost anyone, well, maybe not anyone, but like any middle class person can buy a Tesla and drive a Tesla around. And maybe that's not for you because of other factors. But the fact of the matter is they were the first one to mainstream it and they're huge now. And other companies that try to do it, like, I don't even know. I mean, I could probably think of it, but I don't even know like a company that's on par with them when it comes to electric vehicles because that's all you hear is tesla that yeah exactly it's hard to i don't really think there is anyone competing yet 
I'll not say yet because there's definitely going to be something probably very soon. Maybe well, not there very few, soon. Uh, there are a few electric cars from other companies, but none are like focused on it, and none are really on par with Tesla. But it's the same thing. You either adapt or die, and that's pretty much Darwin's uh, theory right there is, you know, survival of the fittest. You either adapt or you get left behind. This conversation went from shop local to Darwin. <laughs> Happens, I guess. Yeah, but I don't know. I, like I said, I have conflicted feelings, and without trying to repeat everything again, I just I think it's inevitable to move to just a technological format, and like even I don't want to say her name because she can hear me, but even with Alexa, she's I muted her. That's why I said it. Um, even with Alexa, she literally can order stuff for me on Amazon. I don't even have to go on my phone anymore. If I want to say, Alexa, order a 128-pack of condoms, she'll find a fucking pack of condoms and order them for me, you know? Like, I don't even need to look to shop anymore. I just speak, and I can buy things. How insane is that? Yeah, I think it's a little... In that sense, it's a little overboard, in my opinion. Mm. Well, it's like you don't even have to look... And that there's a danger in that. Like, say you order something... That you know you want, but you don't know what it looks like, and it comes to your door, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" That's, I think, that's a lot of the problem with shopping online as well. Yeah, at least in the store, you can physically hold it and be like, "Oh no, I don't like that." But online, it's like, okay, you get a few pictures, maybe they Photoshop somebody holding it, but you don't actually get to look at it, and yeah, I guess that's a problem, but. I just find it insane that you don't even have to look anymore at what you're... You can just say it, and it, it appears at your door two days later. It's good and bad. Yeah, I know it's... If you want something basic, like, I don't know, fucking... I don't know what's... Boxes of tissues, or toilet paper, now that nobody can get it. Like, rolls of toilet paper. Tell Alexa to get them for you, she'll buy them for you, they'll be there in two days. If you're having the liquid shits, though, you might be out of luck. Yeah, there's always time. <laughs> Just cork it. <laughs> as, yeah, you, uh, as you do. Yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you want a wrapper? There's, honestly, there's not much else we can say without just being like, yeah, this and yeah, repeat it and repeat it. Yeah, it's... I think we definitely hit the the net on the wow, the head of the nail there with the hammer. That was pretty rough. We hit Ned, poor Ned, poor fucking Ned. Uh, yeah, I think we hit hit the Ned on the on the hammer on the yeah. nail. Uh, <laughs> it's been like forty two minutes, so yeah, we can definitely. We talked a lot about escape rooms, but, you know, they're interesting. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I think, uh, just to wrap up, I think shopping online is going to be inevitable. And, you know, you either, you either do it or you don't, but eventually that's all. It's going to be there for just like, uh, just like it was, like, 30 years ago. All you did was shop locally because that's all you had. But Yeah, that was the only option back then, but now there's a lot more than that now. Yeah, so... Tell us what you think, even though you probably won't, because I haven't gotten any 
tweets or Facebook posts about what you guys think. But, uh, you know, if, if you feel inclined, let us know what you think. Um, yeah, we care about what you think, so tell us. Tell us. Tell us. Oh, fuck, I forgot all about it, Brody. Guess guess which pod... What the fuck just happened? My screen went black. Guess which podcast hit a thousand listens? Definitely not us, right? Uh, actually, it was. Oh, look at that. Yeah, so thank you all for listening. Um, we just hit it on Sunday, I think. Uh, nice. I was, I was going to show you guys on the stream, but then we didn't stream. Um... It's not the right one. Uh, but yeah, so we hit a thousand listens. Uh, so thank you for that. Yeah, that's awesome. Fucking Christ, don't walk above my room when I'm trying to end a podcast. <laughs> I'm just trying to find something. <laughs> uh... Fucking thing. I'm just trying to find something before we end. Sure. Well, while you're looking for that, I might as well tell everyone where they can find us on social media. Hey, Brody, where can they find us on social media? Um, well, the poll, um, as a lot of you guys voted, some of you guys voted, um, there were 12 votes in total, so thank you everyone for voting, um, was on Facebook and Twitter. So everyone go out there and vote or tell us what you think, tell us to fuck off, I don't know. Tell us something. Um, sorry, my stomach's all in me. Um, other than that, we got Twitter. No, just kidding. We have Instagram as well as Twitter and Facebook, like I said before. Um, we have a Snapchat. We don't use it. We have a pay. We have a um. Um. Patreon. <laughs> no, 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 no. We have a Patreon. Please donate to us. That's Redbubble. Red yeah, Redbubble. Buy our <laughs> buy our shirts. This um, is painful. <laughs> the fuck's that video app thing? What? Twitch? No. Um. Everyone posts TikTok. Oh. Fuck that place. <laughs> Why? So important to you then? Because I wanted to yell about it. Okay, this is a painful outro, guys, even for me. That's okay. Pain is good. Right? I guess? <laughs> sure. Yes. Um, but did you find what you're looking for now? I'm out of things to say. Fuck! That's what you're looking for? Is just saying fuck? Why can't I find us on Apple? I got told that... Someone left us a fucking review. The last time I got told that it wasn't there, so... Um... Yeah, it's not there. Cool. Okay. Um, that was a waste of time. Cool. Um, yeah. Go follow us on all those social media, Brody painstakingly recited for all of us yes. uh go buy our merch that'd be pretty cool we should buy a flag here soon um yeah i just need money for that yeah i'm gonna order some stickers maybe hand them out of the college and get some people listening that'd be pretty cool yeah 
yeah, but other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed listening, and hopefully we'll be live again this Sunday. Um, you guys can catch us there, uh, twitch.tv slash the BNB podcast. And yes. we will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.